What's up, bootstrappers? This is Katie. And I'm Nancy. And we are here with episode five. I can't believe we're halfway through the season. Isn't that crazy how time <laughs> flies so fast when we're having fun? Oh, so much fun. <laughs> I literally, when I was posting today about the launch of episode four, I was like, wow, like we're already through episode four. We're now on episode five. Uh, we've covered so many topics. It's It's been a really great um, journey so far. It really has. And I think that's kind of uh, it's something to say to all our business ventures. Which stay tuned because we do have a couple more things in the works. We have so much in the works. I keep wanting to like bring it up, and then I'm like, no, we got it's too it's too in the early <laughs> things, and and that's something you should probably always like take into consideration when you're announcing a business venture. Like, don't get me wrong, like I love a good announcement, but teasers are always good to like build the hype. Yes, you know, don't want to sure. give away too much of the. What is it? Too much of the soup? I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be a saying somewhere. <laughs> don't give away the soup before it's done boiling. I don't know. I made, I made that up. <laughs> I've never heard that, but I'm going to go with that. My, my favorite thing that you've ever said was today at lunch. Uh, we were having lunch, having some delicious ramen. And uh, you said, if the shoe fits, lace up them. Sh what is it? If the oh, shoe fits, uh, lace I, up them straps and wear no. it. <laughs> I mean, can we? I'm not someone to curse, but I had somebody like reach out if this is like pertaining to them and I'm like you know what if this shoe fits lace that bitch up and wear it <laughs> may as well do it if it's apparently resonating with you I love it it was I'm gonna use that I'm gonna I'm that's I'm gonna tattoo that on me I'm not gonna tattoo it on me but you know metaphorically now, keep in mind we were out last night and I had um sandals on I believe you did which of course I have no shame in saying that I'm five flat. I, I do not have an extra inch on me. I am five flat. The shortest one of the whole group. Um, Which is funny because we're all like five one. Yeah, but yeah, if you ever see Katie, she will look taller because she cheats platforms. I got here. tall girl energy, okay? <laughs> like but so our friend Serena was like, why do you look shorter? And it's because normally you will catch me wearing heels. Mm -mm. I'm not in heels. I, I'm in sneakers. But yesterday was a self-care day from a nice tan massage you know you just got to get it in so your good mental health self-care day take so, care of those feet yes girl, <laughs> you gotta do it which uh it was a christmas miracle in july this morning that i even woke up because uh, we went to after you left sanely uh, um, i left early you did leave early we all ended up at denny's at like midnight and we were there until like 2 a.m um and because you know i'm shocked you're functioning <laughs> I'm shocked I'm functioning. I did not get up when my alarm went off at 7.30 this morning, but I did get out of bed by 8.30 and made my way over to Startup Waco where we went to the meetup. And I honestly regret that I haven't been in a while just because, you know, owning a bar and stuff, I, my sleep cycle is all off and I really need to get back into the habit because it's such a great networking opportunity. Um, in fact, you know, it's, it's a room full of entrepreneurs, people wanting to start businesses, people who work within the industry, like, like um, Elaine, our sponsor for episode four with Victory Employer Services, she was there. And like, while she owns her own business, but she also helps other businesses through like HR and consulting and hiring and recruiting. And oh my gosh, the list is so long um, that I wanted to make a really pretty infographic with all of the things that Victory Employer Services offers. And I was like, I can't do it because there's too many It's too things. much. It's a long list. She's an amazing woman and she definitely supports 
so many people. So if you guys need any help with HR, with training, with, I mean, honestly, like you said, her list goes on and on, but the fact that she is supporting us, it, it means a lot to us. She's the reason I actually got certified in that. I am now a professional, a senior professional certified HR professional because she was, she was like, you've, you've got all the credentials you need to get the certification. And so I studied and I took the test and freaked out because there was only a 50% pass rate on it, passed it. And she was the first person I texted being like oh. I passed and you guys had y'all seen the book she had to study you'd be like good luck Katie <laughs> <laughs> that book was insane I was yes, I think so it's bad. probably bigger than the Harry Potter books you guys man we should we should do a HR trivia night that sounds <laughs> thrilling <laughs> that sounds awful <laughs> like it's just me and Elaine <laughs> So, um, I'm going to put that into my bag of bad ideas. I have a lot. I have a big bag of bad ideas, uh, big enough to fit your beautiful tote bag over here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a great time. I got a couple new uh, subscribers to the podcast because of it. Um, because Elaine, when during the end of this um, presentation, um, basically there's this part where it's like, does anybody have any special announcement? And Elaine's like, Katie, like talk about your podcast. You got a big podcast episode coming out today. And so I got an opportunity. A bunch of people came over and was like, what was the name of the uh, podcast again? And subscribed right in front of me. So I was like, this is a move. I love this. It really is because when you show up and you get in the room filled with people that are going to be able to, one, if they're not the audience, because maybe they're already past what we're talking about. Absolutely. They are at least subscribing. They are still supporting. And it's one thing that we've talked about this. Honestly, your network is your net worth because the more you get in there, the more you're able to find um, resources, people that will partner with you, people that will invest. Or just know that you exist. Yeah. But yes, invest. <laughs> you can invest, invest your time in people. That might invest. Yes. <laughs> what I'm a great telling. segue. <laughs> that was a beautiful segue into our topic today, um, which Nancy, let's uh, let's kind of roll into it. Like, you know, there's been a lot of things happening in your professional life and some really great updates and things like that. But I feel like you're becoming our own little Waco shark tank, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're Mark Cuban of Waco. <laughs> Mark sponsor us. That's too funny. I actually, we should. You know what? We'll catch a basketball game. See if we. Yes. See if we can let's get go get a Mavericks game. Jacob's a yes. huge Mavericks fan. All right. Um, you know what? We'll have Jacob get in on that. Go get us our, our tickets, and we'll we'll get to go that. see Luca. Um, <laughs> no, one of the things that I was talking to Katie about is when you have a business idea, and again, maybe you've already started the business. You know, you've kind of gone through our episodes. You're like, all right, I've got my LLC. I've started my business. I've already hired my employee. Um, what is the next thing that you kind of want to do? Is how much capital how much money do you have and do i need to one get rather it's an investor rather a bank credit line rather get a credit card business credit i mean you've got to get something in order for you to still be able to to keep your business going one maybe it's a slow time whatever so i had um a couple opportunities that have come up and i'm sitting there listening you know i'm always gonna listen i'm gonna ask a couple questions um, and so it's kind of been like, uh-huh, okay, I've got it. Let me read your business plan. Oh, okay, I see. Um, and it's kind of like when someone's approaching you to ask for a certain amount of money, um, what are you getting out of it? What are they going to do with it? You know, what are their expenses? What are their profit margins? What are they looking to, to get at the end of the, of the road? And you're seeing that it's not a viable plan. And I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. I'm sorry. I was like, but I'm, I'm a huge supporter. I'm, I'm going to keep, you know, telling you kind of like tweak your business plan make sure you do offer this make sure you disclose this but i was telling katie i was like the last two that have come up i'm like yeah it's a no for me 
And, and um, you know what? And a no is okay. And it, a no for right now is also okay because sometimes, like you said, the business plan needs tweaking. You know, it's like, honestly, to be fair, I sitting here as you're talking about this, we were having this discussion over lunch. I'm like, I honestly don't have a written laid out business plan. I mean, my, if I had to summarize my business plan with the bar, it would be sell alcoholic beverages to people. But at the end of the day, or mocktails, we love a good mocktail. Um, at the end of the day, I probably should put out a business plan. Like, what is it? What is my goal? What are my, and, and really kind of like focus on it and manifest those goals, you know? Right. And I think it was sometime this week when I was, call, I called you and I told you, I was like, hey, you know what? Another thing to kind of go off of is how to su- make your business succeed with other people's money. I was like, and one of the biggest things is being able to say, hey, where's my business right now? Let's just say, you know, let's look towards the future. We're two years in the business. Where does my business stand right now? Of course, like we said, we're QuickBooks people. So if I go in and print my P&L report and it's able to show, you know, my profit loss margin, I'm like, I'm going to be able to go to the bank and a bank is going to assess that situation. And more than likely, because I build a relationship with my bank, they're going to say, you know what, we'll offer you X amount of credit line. A credit line is an amazing thing, an amazing tool for me to have given, you know, we'll take insurance, uh, our agency. If it's a slow month, I'm going to be able to get some of the things that I need with that credit line during the slow month until everything picks back up. Because I think in every business we have a slow season. Everybody. And so for me and in our business, it's that P&L report that I'm going to be able to show, aside from the fact that I have about like a 20-page uh, business plan, you know, typed out right now and everything. But it's something to have to show. And so it, every business is going to be different. And rather, you know, when I say using other people's money, it's by saying I could get a business credit card. I can get a credit line open. You know, maybe it is to have an investor. Maybe it is to expand. It just depends on where you are and what type of business it is. No, for sure. And it's one of those things. I I love that concept using other people's money to grow your business. And it's one of those things. And it kind of sounds, I mean, that sounds like cheating, but it's really not. That's how any successful business has made it. There's venture capitalists, there's investors, there's bank lines of credit. I mean, it's exactly like you go and buy a house. Most people cannot, you know, pay cash for a house. That's just the reality of it. But it's, it's using that money to then finance and give you operating capital because that operating capital is going to be key, especially in your first year. Um, you know, I've, you know, I've been lucky to where a lot of the bar was self-funded, but I couldn't have done it all by myself. You know, I'm 32 years old. So it's, you know, it's making sure that you have the ability to succeed because the moment you can't pay, pay rent or you can't make that payroll or you can't, you know, start, you know, paying the actual bills. It is to think your doors close. Right. And so it's having a plan, a plan of attack to saying, Hey, when this is going on, what's my plan, but also being able to, um, I don't know how to say this, being able to have a little bit of self-control. I was like, and let's kind of push back to 2020 when we had those loans where people were supposed to get them to help your business because, you know, we aren't, we're not able to function on a regular basis. So people were either one having to close or if they qualified to get this loan, this loan could have helped your business. One, if you're a brick and mortar transition to online, continue to grow your business, being able to sell or or provide the service via online since it wasn't a face-to-face situation. And we saw how many people buying, you know, name brand purses, buying a, a Ferrari, you know, just completely spending it. People were creating a business that was not even a viable business and they got the money. But my thing is, that's kind of what I mean. Being able to use 
someone else's money, whether it's a bank, an investor, and whatnot. But for you to be able to say, if I got this money in, what am I going to do with it? How is this going to be my plan to make my business succeed? So one, if it is an investor, you know, you're showing them what you're making in the business that they've now invested in. But two, if it is a bank credit line or, or a credit card, you're able to one, pay that back. And, and for me, the credit line is, is big because it's not a loan. It's a continuous thing that's going to be open. So you use it, you pay, you use it, you pay it. And you build credit that way so that later on, you know, just like with your own personal credit score, there is a business credit score. And the longer you've had a line of credit, um, if you're a new business, even if you don't have good credit or anything, if you could even get just a small credit line, that will make a huge difference. Because the longer you have that credit line, next thing you know, you've had your business for 10 years, even if it hasn't really grown that much. Now you've had a credit line for 10 years. That's really big and that looks really impressive to a business or to it's a bank good, yeah it's always good to have that credit line history i mean just to, your your business existing and for it to be you know continuous and valid that is that is something that's going to show value because you're not a new venture new risk you do have that business backing you up that it's been sustaining itself for sure so this is something that's actually very new to me so i'm going to be asking you a lot of questions because i feel like you are the <laughs> expert here i'm the payroll expert you are this expert so what are some like what are some resources people can use like what would you say like if, if I'm a, a person who has a plan I haven't started my business really yet maybe I have the concept in the name maybe I have the LLC or not I don't know yet but what would what would be a good first step for me if I'm like here's my plan this is my, how I'm gonna make money this is you know what's gonna cost month to month and this is how much I expect to bring in what would you expect what would you suggest them to do to get a credit line. Honestly, one of the things that we always look when, when we have this business kind of in, in, in front of us is one, what is your experience in the business? You know, what what's telling me that you're gonna be able to make this business succeed? And then two, whenever you're trying to get that credit line, of course, it's always going to be, let's try a, a regular bank first. Is that something that, you know, you feel comfortable with? Two, who do you have that relationship with? You know, who's going to be able to say, oh, you've been a customer of ours for 10 years, rather it's personal savings account, whichever. But it, it kind of shows a connection that you have with that bank. And so you can try that way. And again, we are located in Waco, Texas. So another thing, the resources that we have here for business loan, I believe it's McSiv, the Kiva loans. I mean, there's so many resources out there that are not going to be like the traditional banking. Um, and then, of course, having people that you know that like to invest in entrepreneurs, just like their business, their ideas, you know, whatever. Having those resources and again, knowing where to go, like you went to startup today. And a lot of people do go to events like that. They will say, oh, this is kind of what we're looking at. This is what we're doing. And I want to say McSiff and Kiva, they, they all go to startup. They will say something like, if you guys are looking for a you know non-traditional banking loan, we like to offer those. There's so many uh, foundations out there as well that will sit there and look at your business plan and say, we, we want to invest. It might not be the big amount. You know, if you guys are out there looking for $100,000, we kind of, this is the thing that Katie says, throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. So if we're able to just start with a small credit line, it's still going to get you somewhere and you build that credit up and then that can increase. For sure. And start small. You know, if you are not able to get the big, you know, $100,000, $200,000, $300,000 check, whatever you are looking to do, start small, scale back, you know, and, and build from there, build your reputation, build your um, kind of credit, yeah, build your like credit in the industry. Um, you know, with me owning a bar, 
you know, I have never owned a bar before, but I've worked in the industry since I was 16 years old, you know, took some time off, made more, you know, did more professional things, but it kind of went hand in hand of, okay, I worked in the industry for 10 years. Then I was in, I'm in HR and business operations and stuff like that. And it just kind of was this perfect little mix of things where it's like, this makes sense. What makes sense to you? And, you know, it's, it's, it's knowing your strengths. For sure. And, you know, like you said, with you, you've got the HR experience. You knew how it works to run the payroll, to, to hire people and how to just piece that business together and having the experience of knowing I've, I've worked behind the bar. Now I'm owning a bar. What, what can I expect from my staff? behind the bar for sure and you put that in your business plan and you set those standards too yeah for sure so what are some things that you would say that you look for in a business plan like when somebody comes and presents something to you let's just say I'm business you know Katie LLC and I'm presenting to Nancy and uh, Shark Tank Nancy over here and what would you what are the ideal things that you look for in a business plan Honestly, if it's somebody that's um, a starting business, um, more than likely they've, they've had the experience. This is something that they've been wanting to do. Um, what are they looking to actually come out of? Like, what's the end of the road look like for you? I know you're starting today in five years. What is that looking like? And then 10 years. Because the moment I ask that question and you look like deer in the headlights, I'm like, so you don't know if you're going to be here in five years? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. Um, it's not, not a problem, but, you know, it's kind of like being able to answer those questions. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where's your business going to be? Um, because sometimes for me is I'm looking at what you're offering me. You're telling me, hey, you know, you can invest in the name. This is what I can promise you. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about where is this business going and how can your business be a viable business in five years? Um, honestly, the passion that you have for it, the the if you were to ask me today, I'm going to be able to give you that answer. You know, it's always knowing, and that goal could be changing. The picture in five years can change, but it's still my business is there. My business is a viable business in five years, in 10 years, you know. And so that's a big thing for me. Um, when I'm reading a plan and, and they're, they're giving me kind of like their um, their profit margin and then their expense, like this is how much it's going to cost us to run this business, this is how much it's going to, you know, bring us back. I mean, that's never a guarantee how much you're going to make because you're on uh, kind of a, a wing and a prayer that, hey, we're going to get, you know, booked out or people are going to actually be here. We're going to do this and that. You're just telling me what you're expecting, but I'm not sure if that's the situation. How am I not sure? Because you haven't told me how you're going to market. You haven't told me how you're going to get the word out. You haven't told me where you're going to attend so that it's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. I want to know, you know, when people ask me, hey, in Waco, where should I go? It's not that, you know, Katie knows me. It's that I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? Go to State Classy Waco. That's an amazing place to go get drinks after hours. Um, you know, go to one day. Go, I, I'm, I know these places. So it's kind of a word of mouth. And so who's actually available? Who's actually, who actually knows that this is what you do? And you know what? I'm one of the biggest persons because some of the times in, in the insurance industry, people are like, hey, I've kind of looked you up on Facebook. I didn't know you did insurance. I didn't know that this is what you do. Um, but keep in mind, sometimes... Um, my wins are more silent, <laughs> but I know what I'm doing. And so I, I enjoy what I do. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an open book. I'm, I'm always available to talk to people and, and tell them this is kind of what we do. This is why we're passionate about doing it. Um, I think whenever we go to, you know, a networking place, they ask you for like a 15 second elevator speech. Um, and I've been able to do those, but I've attended some, and I don't know if this is some, anything that anybody's ever asked you. What's your why? Like, why are you doing it? Why oh, did you decide? What to is do your this why? Business? And so it's always staying motivated and knowing why you're doing what you're doing. Um, 
Now, my why has remained honestly the same since day one. It's changed a little bit based on going from one kid to now, you know, I'm a blended family. We have a total of four, only two in the household. But my why continues to be my kids, 100%. You know, whenever I, because I was an employee at one point, but when I knew that I needed to go to my daughter's dance recital when she had a Christmas program, um, to knock on the door and ask permission and get that face like, okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm not missing my kid's event for one. And then two, after doing that, I told myself the biggest motivation is my, my child. I'm creating a blueprint for my kids. And on the days that we do have those low failure days, because you will have them. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It's remembering, you know what? I've got to show my kids now that even when we get knocked down, we get back up. For sure. Oh, that's so beautiful, yeah. Nancy. You're, gonna, you're making me cry. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's absolutely. Why doesn't have to be, why are you doing the business? Like, meaning like, you know, it, it's almost like you don't want to hear the BS of like, and maybe you do want to hear it. I don't know. It's kind of like a job interview. You know, give me the best pitch you've got. Right. Like, why? Oh, I want to, you know, create an environment that is this and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, because I want to own my own business. I want my own autonomy. I want to create something that is lasting and meaningful and has an impact. And um, and, and that's why a lot of people start businesses. You know, you know, a business is, all, like I said, a business can always change. But what will not change is the reason why I'm doing it. And the reason I ask that question is because if I know you're passionate about this business, you're not changing the goal, you're changing your journey. And I'm okay with that. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get to that goal, no matter which path you take. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. I feel like you're motivational speaking to me over here, like giving me goosebumps. And Damn. You know, guys, it's always staying true to yourself because sometimes some of these business plans, I'm like, it sounds like you thought it was cool that your friend now has, you know, a, a boutique or this and that. Um, do what's your specialty. Do what you do best. Because no matter whoever copies that sauce, it will never taste the same. Oh, I like that too. You are full of them today. <laughs> Maybe we should go get ramen before every single one of these. No, so you just said something that I actually posted on our Instagram yesterday about is, you know, being a business owner can be lonely and it's hard and it's you are you know in this and there's days that you cannot find the time to do everything you need to do and blah 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 blah, blah all the negatives you have to be passionate about what you're doing if you're not passionate about it you know it's you're you're gonna lose steam and it's also gonna come off inauthentic honestly there's a lot of times where I'm like why are you doing this I mean not a lot I, I love small businesses but there's sometimes where I'm just like why are you doing this specifically? Why have you chosen to go down this route? I, you are an artistic person. Show us your art. Show us this, you know, X, Y, Z. And, you know, that passion will come through. You know, I own a bar because I love bartending. I love talking. I love creating spaces that people want to be in. And also I want to be a business owner. You know, it's, it's all of those things. But at the end of the day, like we talked about last week, you know, it's like, I love standing behind the bar and shaking a damn, you know, cocktail and pouring it and creating this thing. Just like you, you don't need Nancy's Cocina. You don't need to run a kitchen. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, but you love it. You want to, that's right. the difference. And yeah, you know what? You're right about that. When people are like, wait, agency the kitchen this you know Trucking. everything that we're doing <laughs> and I'm like honestly cooking is a huge relief for me I love 
to cook. I pour my heart and soul when I'm cooking. And the best part that kind of goes hand in hand with her owning a biz, uh, a bar is one, we get to meet people. We get to know who our regulars are that come in. They want to have dessert. They want to have tacos because you know what? You can go anywhere. And, and, and get tacos. It, it's not an issue. A, a good friend of ours actually said, Nancy, aren't you, aren't you a comp- competing business? Because I'm going to go to this event. And I'm like, I'm sorry. No, sir. I am not a competing business. I'm a supporting business. Yes, you are. We support here. <laughs> but you know what I love about being at Stay Classy? That we are not only right in the amazing location, downtown. Great Waco. location. We're meeting. 723 Austin Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> We're meeting so many people. Rather, they live in Waco. They're visiting Waco. There's, Waco's just becoming the place to come and say hello and just visit and explore. So we get to meet these people. We get to be a little piece of their trip or a, or a piece of their day. And, you know, you never know what somebody's going through. I'm going to tell you right now, you never you know never what know. someone's going through. You see a smile, that doesn't mean that that is their smile because you kind of have to go out in public. It's not the norm to go out there crying and, you know, showing all your craziness. Speak for yourself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So always be kind and always sit there and think, you know, there's, there's a story to each person. And we have gotten to, to hear a lot of stories from so being many. at the bar, people that come and talk about why they're in Waco, what what they chose to stop in Waco, they're here for like four or five months. And I'm like, that's amazing to have a life that you're like, that's it. I'm dropping. Here I am. And yes. I'm moving in four months. I love that. And yeah, I mean, you, you meet so many people. I, one of my favorite is when I meet somebody who's just moved to Waco. That's something because you get to be that. I actually, ironically, Classy Glass, the previous name of the bar that I currently own, was the first bar that I really went to. I I went to a couple others, but this was the first time I went downtown. And Brian, well, I met Brian. He was bartending. Bartender Brian, not her husband Brian. We, oh, sorry, B Money. Boo Bear. <laughs> B Money Boo Bear was, um, or, you know, working behind the bar. And he was like one of the first people I met. And it was such a lasting impression, you know. And I went to that bar all the time. And then I made, you know, family there and Carrie and JP who owned it at the time. And, you know, it's just like this, this like camaraderie and this family and this like culture that you build through that passion, through all of it, all of the hard stuff, all of the headaches, all of the permits, all of the everything, <laughs> the food inspections, the, the, the taxes. I mean, it's, it's like, it's never ending, but at the end of the day, I still love it. Right. And again, you have to be able to love what you do, especially when you're going to present to someone that you need to invest in your business. Show me that passion. Show because me the why. To sit there and read a certain business plan that's completely like lost in transition, which by the way, Katie can totally make that look amazing for you. <laughs> um, it, it just kind of, it, rather it's, you know, a, a person that you're, you're presenting it to, whether it's a bank, they're always going to have questions. You know, you are asking for money for your business. Um, And a lot of people are always going to ask, well, you know, kind of like, why should I invest in you? What is your business going to look like? What are you planning to do? So just kind of have those questions in mind to be able to just on the spot answer that. Do it. Well, let's take a really quick break for our sponsor and then we'll come back for a little short session because I think we kind of like we covered a lot of stuff, (laughs) but we definitely want to shout out our sponsors. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back. All right, bootstrappers, you know we couldn't do this without our sponsors. And this week, we're super excited to be sponsored by another business that we really admire and honestly rely on so much. And that is Startup Waco. 
it is an amazing place and space that any entrepreneur can come and visit, especially on Wednesdays. And they are huge supporters of any type of adventure that you want to take on. Absolutely. And so anywhere from if you're just looking for a place to put your business, maybe you just need an address and you want to be somewhere in a convenient location, they're right downtown. So you can get like a, a floating desk where you can sit wherever you want, or you can get a, you know, a designated desk. You can even get a office space. They have those in meeting rooms and phone booths and more. It's a really great space for just kind of growing your business, but also it is filled with entrepreneurs of all kinds from insurance and HR. Um, in fact, Elaine, one of the previous sponsors with Victory Employer Services also is housed at Startup Waco, which is how we met. And all of those relationships are really cultivated in a space like Startup Waco. Also, if it's one of those things that a lot of you maybe because of COVID already had a um, stay-at-home office, um, Startup Waco also um, offers a registered agent um, address or just a mail service. Yeah, and I use it all the time. In fact, the company that I work for during the day, during my day job, they actually pay for me to have a space there because I just need to get out of my house sometimes. And it's just really nice to be able to be around people, but not having to be like, you know, have that kind of like, constriction of being in an office surrounded by all of your colleagues it's just your peers and it's and it's great I love it there's lots of events co-working events and entrepreneurship classes they did big startup week recently it's just a great community to be a part of and I'm so glad that they're a part of the Waco community Yes, I love all the guys over there, John, Jacob, you know, Ashley, every single person I've been able to meet from just sitting there and floating around and getting to meet new people that come in and do their business there. You know, that made me think of John, Jacob, Jingle, and we're I love it. Well, thank you so much, Startup Waco, for everything you do. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Please make sure to go give them a follow and uh, swing by. For, uh, Wednesdays are free, so if you're ever curious, co-working curious, uh, go by, swing by on a Wednesday, and uh, it's just a great place to be. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, we're back. And uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's, you know, we've really touched base on a lot of things that I think are really important, you know, how to get that funding and keep that passion and convey that passion appropriately to potential, you know, bankers or investors or again, like the Kiva loan, which I think the Kiva loan is very, very useful, um, especially since it's like a community based, like, you know, kind of like, kind of like a GoFundMe of sorts, but you are going to pay it back. And it, is it, do you, I've actually never really dived into it. Do you get like, does the investors get a little bit more back or is it like just kind of like a, I'm giving you money and I, you know, it's no in I believe interest. You're, yeah. You're going to get your money. So if I put in, you know, a hundred, they're going to give you back my hundred. Um, but one of the things about the Kiva loan and I've seen a couple and I've, I've seen a, a few of these go. And when it comes to the Kiva loan, especially again, you're not going to meet each person investing in you. You're giving kind of a little bit of a clip of who you are because, you know, it's a picture of you and it's kind of your story. Um, it's, it's very important to know what you're going to say and what you do. And, you know, to be able to compile that into like, you know, two paragraphs is hard. And then you just you want to be able to say, I'm also showing up for the community because I, I want to say that a lot of the people that have gone through that I've seen the campaigns run through are people of our community. 
For sure. And it's, and it's, what is this? I mean, honestly, if you can incorporate this into your business, what is your business going to do for the community? You know, and, and it's, even if you're doing something like a boutique or some sort of, you know, uh, item that you're going to be selling, maybe it's art, maybe it's macrame, maybe it's, you know, I don't know anything, you know, what does it mean to you? And what does it mean to the people who would be your audience and knowing your audience? That's another key key thing, you know, who are, who's your demographic? Um, who is the person that's going to be purchasing it? What problem are you solving? Um, you know, what hole are you filling? Um, and, and knowing those kind of things to answer will help not only when you're presenting to a potential investor or bank or whatnot, but also just help you give yourself a way of guiding towards how are you going to market? Where are you going to market? Where are you going to get these customers? Because if you don't market yourself, put yourself out there, get the name out there. I, it, it, I don't know how you're going to grow. You've got to have some sort of way of, you know, knowing who you need to target. And that's, that's a hundred percent true. Um, and you know, kind of when she's saying, if you were, um, a boutique owner and you're like, how do I get involved with the community? I own a boutique that could be as simple as some, if you know, you've got a boutique brick and mortar building that could be as easy as somebody coming in and to be able to post a community wide event on your window. I mean, there's like simple things for you to show that you're able to help them out. A lot of times, um, you know, when we have some of our, of our customers that come in and, you know, they don't always see the face of Brian because a lot of people know, you know, my husband likes to stay in the office a lot and he's he's always there. And, and I love that about him. But I'm always out and about in the community. I'm like, this, the business is still the same. You know, our, our business is out there. We, we love to collaborate with a lot of other um, people, other businesses. We like to do events. And so we want to be there and we want to support. And so that that's something so simple as being able to say, hey, I'm busy. You know, our lives are busy, but we'll give, you know, an hour of our day to come support, you know, the floating mercado, you know, East side market, like anything within our community that we can do. And then that, that's a huge win for them. You know, you don't have to spend so much time or money. It's just being able to show up or if you can't go to East side, just share, let people know that, you know, this is what's going around in the community and that's anywhere. You know, I've gone to a lot of events also in, in Dallas and, and it's the same thing. I've gone to Houston. I, I'll travel for a lot of events and, and a lot of people that, that are in kind of my industry, they know I will go just about, you know, the drive. I've gone to San Antonio, Houston. Um, and for us, you know, we're licensed in, in different states, but we're still here for our community. You know, we are based out of Waco, so we want to make sure that we show up. No, that's great. You know, a really good example, in my opinion, of somebody who, you know, we touch base on starting small and growing and being there for the community. And every time we say this, it makes me think of this very specific person. Her name is Stephanie Welch. She owns Black Daisy Boutique. And she originally started only online. I think it was like, I, I, she's told me the story before and I, I think love she started story. from her living room. Yes, from her and, living room. And she found an investor. I believe it was $200. It was two or $300. They yes. invested in her business <laughs> and he believes he is an owner in the business because of it, but it was her husband. So yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I think we're talking about her husband. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember this story. She's, she's talked about it. She shares an amazing story. So if you guys don't know her, make sure you look her up on online, social media, follow her, go shop at her boutique. She's an amazing woman. But yeah, she talked about her story. It started from literally the living room to a small little space. She's acquired a, a place out in China spring she now has her shop down here in on Austin, or in washington 
And she's always on social media. You can always buy online from her. But, you know, she is all about community, giving back. And whenever she's asked to, you know, be on a panel, you know, talk about her story, share her story, motivation, everything, she's always on board for it. And that's an amazing, that's an amazing thing to do. For sure. Her story is amazing. Um, Highly recommend going following her. She's very open about her story and her beginnings and, you know, not a lot of people are dealt the easiest hand of cards in life. And she's somebody who is so positive and so uplifting to the community. She has space inside of her space for other small businesses where you collaborate like that. Maybe this is your step of, you know what? I don't have the money right now for brick and mortar, but I do have enough to fill a booth or I do have enough to go to a market or, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And, and that is such a great way. And she also adapts. And that's what I think is another thing that just I admire about her. I remember one time we were talking, we're in the middle of the pandemic. This is like 2020 in the like muck of it. And she told me, Katie, my sales this month have been higher than they were last year because she just got online and was just, you know what? Let's do lives. Let's do this. I'm going to try on everything. Look how it looks. You know, let me show you. Let me pull everything out. And I mean, it's just being able to adapt and know your audience, build that community. She's got an amazing community that she's built online. Again, on Facebook in one of those groups that, you know, we've talked about before. And again, putting yourself out there, being passionate. I could tell, I could probably tell you what her business plan is because she tells everyone her story and why she does it. We know her why. And, you know, that's something that, you know, is admirable and what we should all aim to build to where everybody, you know, if, if somebody was thinking, Oh, who's somebody who adapts? Who's somebody who's passionate and loves the community? Like, I would love my name to be that that person. Like, oh, Katie. Oh, Nancy. She's always, you know, Dia de los Muertos. You know, we went and supported our friend over. He had a market in Austin last week. And we got a hotel room and went down to Austin. And, you know, it's things like that. Like, who shows up? Who is there? Who? It's always going to be uplifting. I will say a, a huge thing with Stephanie is a lot of her lives. And even if you walk into her store, rather, it's, you know, you need words of encouragement you need a prayer you need anything she's always there she's all about positive vibes only and i love it because you cannot walk in her store and look at something and say yeah but i couldn't wear that she's like girl rock it Yes. Oh my gosh. She always makes me feel so pretty. <laughs> you are pretty. What are I you mean, I know about? I am. <laughs> so, uh, this is not a sponsored post. Uh, was we just completely off the rip, uh, off the cuff here. Um, but we love Stephanie. We love the black Daisy. Please go follow her. Um, absolutely phenomenal person. Buy her stuff. Definitely buy her stuff. I have, uh, my 10 year old daughter, we have had um, kind of like Saturdays, like mommy and me shopping time. I swear this child takes me to Black Daisy and it's all about usually we walk out of there with three, four bracelets and about 20 stickers. And I'm like, girl, money oh. does not grow on trees. I, going in there is always dangerous. Yes. <laughs> you know, I really would. Something that I'd like to do and 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 you can co-sign this. We could cut it out. You could say, Katie, this is a terrible idea. I think it's a good idea. We will not put it in the bad idea bag. <laughs> the bad idea bag. Um, but um, I'd really like to do like, a small business spotlight where we spotlight people like that and and talk about business 
businesses and their why and their, you know, you know, maybe we talk into what their journey and stuff and really just promote them. Because again, we are here to support. We are here to highlight. We are here to uplift other business owners because we're not no chain restaurant. We're not a chain, which no, you know, chains are great. They succeeded. They took their small business and it blew up, but we are here to help those small businesses get the footing and the foundation to blow up themselves one day. Not blow up in a bad way. Blow up good. Like, you could become Target. Parkway National is going to be the next State Farm. (laughs) (laughs) We just got to get you a jingle. You got to get a Jake from State Farm. Like, Brian from Parkway (laughs) National. He sounds hideous. I love the commercial so much. I do love that commercial. What are you wearing? (laughs) What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Oh, goodness. Sponsor a um, state farm. It's fine. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, it's fine. By it's all fine. means. No competition no here. No competition. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, I think that's pretty much everything for today. Um, any last words? No, you know, just whenever you guys can, we'd love to hear from you guys. And, and if this is something that you guys found a little bit of inspiration, let us know. If not, just subscribe, hit like, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And I know Katie will be updating you guys <laughs> on the blog. Absolutely. And I'm going to end it with uh, if the shoe fits, lace that bitch up and wear it. <laughs> All right. That's good. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.